You are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2021 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I know this is a crazy topic. We would have laughed at this probably five, ten years ago, but Lord, as this is coming down and onto our world as a, as a storm, we know that We've seen the spiritualism that the devil has been preparing the way for this. And Lord, we know that times are going to get very confusing. So while we have the opportunity to reach out to this dying world, Lord, give us the strength, the energy, and the know-how where and when to, to get involved. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. I really want to preference this as well. It's very interesting. Um, Mikey, one of the guys that helped me actually put this together in our ministry, um, he's actually researched this for 10 plus years. Before he came into the Christian church, he was really caught up in this whole alien uh, movement, went to the conventions, really dove into this. And um, he approached me a few years ago and wanted to do a video on it, and I kind of laughed at him at first. And then he actually, um, um, as we started seeing our, things in our world ramping up and, taking, and people taking this topic seriously, um, he actually started putting this presentation together, and he gave it. And uh, the day that he gave this presentation, his mother had a stroke. And I'm telling you, I've talked to enough people where every single time someone opens up this conversation, weird and strange things happen. So I want to request something for you. I've got a long ways to drive today. I'm with my family. Pray for me. That's my disclaimer. So 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord your God in your hearts, and ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of that hope that is in you with meekness and fear. What I find when I hear this topic being addressed by the world, there's a lot of fear that comes along with it, right? But brothers and sisters, we have a lot of blessed information in our church. I hope this isn't a fearful thing that we should know. We know that that time is wrapping up and we should be able to be able to give an answer to anybody that is seeking let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come, except there come a falling away first, that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. You know, I think it's really neat that as I hear the three angels' messages being preached, I've, I've had the fortunate opportunity to duck into a couple of these um, wonderful presentations on this topic. And it's interesting to me that, you know, it's like God never does anything that catches us off surprise, Right? He's given us that information and he's even saying, even as the devil has all his secret plans being laid out, God's already told us what's going to happen. They're going to reveal and we will know and see when those things happen. Therefore, do not fear them. This is when Jesus was kind of sending his disciples out and he was telling them that, you know, people will persecute you, people will will. Um, toss you into prison, they'll do all sorts of terrible things. And so Jesus was comforting them, saying, do not fear, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and the hidden that will not be known. And when you read these verses, and you know, like, okay, Jesus was applying that to his disciples today, but go back and read this in this context of us, us preaching the three angels' message, and you will see, wow, that simply applies to us today. You should not fear anything that is coming. 
That great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. We know that the devil is physically here on this planet somewhere. We know that his work is all around us all the time. We talk about it. We've grown up learning about it. We've, we've understood this from the great controversy perspective. And I think it's very interesting to me that we've been taught in our church for so long that someday you will physically see the demons come out in our world. I believe that day is shortly upon us. Do you know what's really unique about today? Does anyone know in, this, in the context of this alien topic, do you know what's unique about today? Do you know today is the day that the government promised to give over every piece of information that they know about their connection to aliens? Did you know that? That was today. Today. Now, they're not going to do it because they said, oh, we need more time and they're going to slowly release stuff. But today they have promised that this was the day that they would give a full disclosure on everything that they know. And have you ever heard of WikiLeaks? It's very interesting. Um, Somebody emailed me some of the WikiLeaks that came from the Obama administration to the Clinton administration and the emails that went back and forth between one of the guys that uh, that worked for um, the Clintons and, and was the campaign manager. And you should read these emails. I mean, it's like, when are we going to tell the population? We need to tell them today about all these communications that we've had with these spirits and, or that, that with these um, aliens and this and that. I mean, they're talking like it's just a, like a conversation like you and I. It's unbelievable. I had to even look that up and be like, is this fake? Is somebody really driving this? Nope. There are people in our government that have zero, zero doubt that these things exist and we've been communicating with them for a long time. We know that the devil is going to do wonders, great signs, right? He that doeth great wonders so that he can make fire come down from heaven and the earth and the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. I want you to remember that. That verse right there where it said all of these miracles and things that we're able to do in the sight of the beast. I want you to remember that because we're going to talk a little bit about this connection with Catholicism. The reason I wanted to kind of bring that up yesterday and show that picture, was anybody shocked by that snake picture? Did you go home and fact check that? Somebody asked me, how did you get that picture? And I just typed in three words, snake, Vatican, building. That was it. And you will see all the pictures that pop up like that. You see, the devil has literally put it in hidden in plain sight right in front of us the whole time. So I just wanted to mention that because it'll make sense towards the end of this. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets. What was the purpose of a prophet in the Bible? To share something, right? So to have false prophets means false messages. That's what they're doing, sharing messages with the people that are going to come about. And they shall show great signs and wonders insomuch, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. There are some very intelligent people in our world. And it's very interesting, as you will see, I will play some clips from our generals of our armies. These are not tin hat people in the middle of an Arizona um, um, backyard with an airstream. 
These are people in our major positions in our country. They're not crazy, but they are deceived. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, says Ephesians 5.11. NBC News says that uh, U.S. agencies are expected to deliver a report on unidentified aerial phenomenon to Congress next month. If you look at the, at the, um, the actual date on here, it says from May 19. So the day that they were talking about was today. This was the day that they were coming out. These are, these are on our major publications. These are not some side website way in, hidden in the back corners of the internet. So I want to share something with you. If you've ever been exposed to um, media in, 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 in a popular media form, so either YouTube or you've watched TV or anything like that, you'll start to notice there's an incredible amount of, of, of alien type of commercials and things that are out there. Um, maybe you've heard of a video game called Fortnite. Anybody heard of this video game? Yeah. Right? It was one of the ones that probably made the news um, this past year because everybody was playing it. They just released a new version of Fortnite and the whole entire version of this latest updated release is all about an alien ship that comes down and the aliens are coming to destroy things and you need to take them out. That was the whole video game. So you, now the whole world is playing with these aliens. So here's a commercial. Um, you'll see. It's just kind of funny, but I, I, I want to show you a point. Um, Greg, are you seeing this? I am. I have never seen such a gorgeous lawn. So green and lush. Go back down to our floor, Mr. Think about what you could think about when you're not thinking about weeds. Aliens are real, all right. There's just too much evidence. But ghosts, not so much. I mean, where's the proof? Show me the data. I mean, a simple Roundup commercial. Frankly, there are a lot more sightings than right? have been made public. We're talking about objects that, um, frankly, um, engage in actions that are difficult to explain, that um, movements that... Uh, that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for. And the information is very compelling. It's, it's real. Yeah. Okay, it's real. Are they from another planet? It's, if it's not ours and it's not theirs, well, then it's, it's someone or something else. I can't wait for this report to come out. Lou, thank you very much for joining us today. Interesting stuff. Sir, my pleasure. Meantime, UFO sightings in New York have nearly doubled since the pandemic began, and we are getting new video from the Navy showing pyramid-shaped objects flying in the sky. Brian Yenis is live for us in Brooklyn, New York. Brian, good morning. This night vision video purportedly shows three pyramid-shaped UFOs flying over the USS Russell off the coast of California in July of 2019. At one point, these UFOs reportedly hovered just 700 feet above the tail of the Navy destroyer, making, quote, extraordinary maneuvers. Now, Corbell says the unclassified video is part of a classified government report. These cell phone photos taken by a FA-18 pilot in March of 2019 show three different unidentified aircrafts off the coast of Oceania. A depart- so the point of this is this is not something that they're like hiding. It's in the corner. It's like they're ramping up talking about this in the population. 
Um, you see this kind of thing in commercials and funny things all the time. I wanted to play this one commercial to you because I think it's actually really uh, very interesting, the product that they're actually trying to sell. And uh, I think I, I want to make a point about this uh, in the very end of this presentation. Sorry? I don't understand. Excuse me. When you don't know the language, you feel like an outsider. I'm sorry? Would you like a, a towel? It can get pretty lonely, even when you're surrounded by people. Shampoo? Uh, hair dryer. It's like that old saying, isn't it? You could be in a crowded room, but still feel totally alone. Sorry. But with Babbel, you could be having conversations before you know it. Sandwich. Do you have a cheese sandwich? Of course, there were a few bumps along the way. Uh, Small hills, really. It is that close to my face and then then he suddenly stops and just walks away <laughs> that was the last time I saw my father <sighs> but before you know it you'll be able to chat with everyone morning Marta hey Alex I think I'll have the chocolate cheesecake please yes I'm having a cheat day it's our secret. <laughs> Hi, James. Alexei. You're running early today. First time for everything. <laughs> yes. Excuse me, which way is the park? Right. When you get to the clock tower, uh-huh. take a left. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day at the park. Very interesting to me that a company with the name Babel is promoting the idea of an extraterrestrial. I mean, if you think about what is actually going here, like, listen, they can incorporate into society and be just like you and me. Think of the subtleties that are are being promoted in our world right now. We can communicate with them. They're just from another planet, that's it. I mean, as much as they're making a joke or it's funny, what I find is very interesting as well is there's actually Christian videos. People ask me all the time, you know, okay, you guys are pointing out all this stuff about worldly videos, right? What about the, what about the Christian videos? My kids don't watch that, right? Here's a Christian video right here where the main character is an alien, shows up in an alien ship to, tr- to go around and show you and teach you about the Bible. I kind of have a problem with that. When you start to understand who are these aliens and where they come from, there was a sponsored thing right here that said, listen to the adventures of the Star Keepers, an Elevation uh, Church Kids podcast. Come along the adventure filled with mystery, laughs, and faith-based lessons. And here it's all about uh, having aliens incorporated into that. I mean, it's not just a few of the, of the normal Christian world's little videos, but this is not something that's new. In fact, you can find ancient um, pieces of astronauts and things that way predate what our technology is, incorporated into art and all sorts of stuff. This is very interesting. 
And this is where the world is looking at things like this and they're going, oh, well, they must have really met them in the Sumerian culture or something because they're, they're making little pieces of art that look like what we have as modern-day astronauts. They found writing on cave walls where these beans clearly look like what our understanding of a little gray alien would look like. And these are unexplainable. There's things like ancient aliens from the History Channel, which I think is very interesting. I've seen enough things on the History Channel that just absolutely bother me. Um, I watched this whole History Channel one time where they were trying to go through things in the Bible and, and explain them away with science. So one of the things that they were actually dealing with was when Elijah called down fire from heaven, they said that he must have known something about chemistry and that he knew how to mix this powder with that powder, and that's how he could start the fire. And would you believe it? By the end, they had all these chemists on there, and they had actually messed with stuff chemically, and all of a sudden they started a fire in the wet things, and they said, see, he just knew about chemistry. Had nothing to do with God. And so you have to take that with a grain of salt when you think of things like that are coming from the History Channel. They're saying that the ancient aliens were actually the ones that made the pyramids. There's no way that we could have made them with that precision of technology. But then they would talk about the weight of them and everything, which was totally not the weight of them. So there's a lot of facts that are bent here to try and smash people's understanding of that. But they found spaceships on walls. They found a lot of very strange things in things that are well before our day and age that they can't quite explain. I've even heard um, in the alien movements, they talk about this experience with the Jewish culture, and they say, you know, that there was this pillar of fire by day, and uh, um, there were a cloud by the day and the pillar of fire by night, and it could have just been a spaceship that was beaming down onto the thing. I've actually heard them explain it like that. And the Lord went before them in the pillar of, of a cloud and led them that way, and by night a pillar of fire, and they give them light to go by day and to go by night. And they've explained it away like this, saying, oh, all of a sudden this could have just been some ancient aliens that were communicating with us a long time ago. And the world is confused by this. The reason why I wanted to encourage you to get involved, get out there and start preaching, the world is searching for this kind of stuff right now. And if you look at the technology that we have had, there's videos on YouTube. You guys can check them out on your own time. But, but they've had flying saucers since the 70s. I mean, there's technology that we've had that are, that are open to the public to even view. So it's like, it's very interesting that we see an unidentified flying object. Why does our minds constantly go straight to alien invasion? Why is that? Here's an argument. For all of you that think media has no effect on you whatsoever, how long have we been primed over and over and over again to see something we can't explain and our mind immediately goes to aliens? We see something coming in the sky, it goes to aliens. Rather than, can you imagine if we saw something unexplainable in the sky and we went, hey, let me tell you about the great controversy that's going on between a war between God and Satan. This is what the world's being primed with the information I just have a curious question for you. Remember, you're in a church. It is Friday, and you have to tell the truth. <laughs> How many of you have seen one of these movies? 
Almost everybody in the room, right? So I just want to point that out. We've all been primed with this kind of a thing. Um, It's very interesting, too, when you start to look at the way that our government views an alien threat. Maybe you've seen this, this video clip. This was actually in 1987, and there was a video clip with um, um, Reagan where he said something very interesting about an outside threat. Listen to this. In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and the threat of war? Isn't that interesting? What if there was a threat that was coming from the outside? You better bet it would unite everybody together. And you start understanding what is it? Why do we need to know the three angels' message? Why was the logo of our church? I remember when I was a child, it was three angels going around a world. Do you remember that? And then all of a sudden, I left the church. I went into the world. I had nothing to do with God whatsoever for 10 years. I come back in the church, and it's a totally different logo. But you know what? If you would have asked me, what's the three angels' message? I wouldn't have been able to tell you. I think we're in danger of losing that mission, and it just joys my heart to see this conference put so much energy into preaching and teaching the three angels' message. Beautiful. Because look at what's happening. As the whole world is getting inched closer together, we can show this is something that has been worked on for a very long time. This lady right here, Dr. Carol Roslin, she actually is a very highly decorated person. She works in aerospace. And um, look at her. her uh, she is the founder of the Institute for Security of Cooperation of Outer Space. She's a worker, speaker, educator, child psychologist, futurist, military strategist. She was also the first female executive of an aerospace company working as a corporate manager of Fairchild Industries. This is not a low person on the totem pole. Very highly decorated. The man she worked under is this guy, can't even pronounce his name, but the guy on the right He was an aerospace engineer, and she used to help him make his his speeches. And she would help write his speeches when he would go and and, and talk. And listen to this. I'm going to play you a clip of, of her coming out in an interview, and she's talking about what kinds of different threats that they have been putting out into the population since the 1970s. And she said they're trying to give license for weaponizing space. And this man actually would go around and he would try and teach people that all this weaponizing of space was just a big joke. But listen to what he used to tell her that he was aware of. When I was a corporate manager of Fairchild Industries in 1974 through 77, I met the late Dr. Werner von Braun in early 74. 
Von Braun's purpose in life during the last years of his life, his dying years, was to educate the public and decision makers about why space-based weapons are a dumb, dangerous, destabilizing, too costly, unnecessary, unworkable, undesirable idea. The strategy that Werner von Braun taught me was that first the Russians are going to be considered to be the enemy. In fact, when I met him in 74, they were the enemy, the identified enemy. We were told that they had killer satellites. We were told that they were coming to get us and control us, the dirty commies, that whole story. First the Russians were the enemy against whom we're going to build space-based weapons. Then terrorists would be identified, and that was soon to follow. We heard a lot about terrorism. Then we were going to identify third world country crazies. We now call them nations of concern. But he said that would be the third enemy against whom we would be needing to build space-based weapons. And the next enemy was asteroids. Now at this point, he kind of chuckled the first time he said it. Asteroids against asteroids were going to build space-based weapons. So it was funny then. And the funniest one of all was against what he called aliens, extraterrestrials. That would be the final card. And over and over and over during the four years that I knew him and was giving his speeches for him, he would bring up that last card. And remember, Carol, the last card is the alien card. We're going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens. And all of it, he said, is a lie. Isn't that interesting? That here she was told back in the 70s, it'll start with the Russians. They'll be the threat. They'll be the reason that we put out in the public we need space weapons. Then it'll be terrorism. We'll hear all about terrorism. Then it'll be third world countries that have leaders that are crazy and out of control and we need to control them. And then all of a sudden, the final card is aliens. We're here. They've been working on this for a long time, and this is one of those things where you see that, that, that union of spiritualism, Catholicism, all that, all this is blending together, and it's converging in this final masquerade. I'm not telling you this to scare you. I'm telling you this to know it is time, brothers and sisters, because our time to work is going to get cut short. This gentleman right here, you saw him on the news earlier. He was on Fox News. He used to be um, in part of our defense system in our United States military. He is very high up in the food chain. And he has been the leading voice to really connect the population to the information that the government knows about extraterrestrials. So he is like the poster child of the person that's coming out. And so every time you see him on a video, he's given more and more information. Listen to what his general in the Pentagon told him. This is somebody in the Pentagon. Listen to this. Um, this is a person I respected tremendously. Very, very senior person. He told me, he said, Lou, I want you to stop, stop doing this. I said, okay, sir, I, I certainly can, but may I ask why? And he says, well, we already know what it is. Now, at that moment, I, I honestly thought maybe it was our own technology. I was running up against some super uber secret sap, and, uh, you know, they were telling me to stop. And I said, okay, sir, so, so it's ours? And he said, no, that's not what I'm saying. And he said, uh, he asked me point blank, have you read your Bible lately? And I wasn't quite sure where he was going with that. And I said, well, sir, I, 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 I think I know what it says. What, where are you going with this? 
And he said, well, then you would know that these things are, are demonic and we should not be pursuing them. Yeah. And uh, I, I, he, was, he wasn't kidding. He was, that's exactly how, how he felt. So this is a Pentagon. Uh, this is a DO, Department of Defense official uh, saying, stop looking at UFOs because they're demonic. Correct. Isn't that interesting? I mean, that kind of opens a whole can of worms if our government isn't even in the space where they are deceived by this. We know they're, they're, no, they're demons. Stop trying to look into this and expose them. And you will see again and again and again this similar theme come up. I find it very interesting that our government under the uh, administration of Trump, December 20, 2019, started an entire space force program. I think it's kind of interesting when everybody saw this logo, they were laughing because of all the Star Trek stuff. And they said, really? Seriously? Honestly? Like, we need this? But you guys can look at this up on the internet. I'm not here to convince you whether or not this is true. I want to just show you enough information so that you, you know this is not being hidden. This is coming out. And these people are very, very, very much so not trying to deceive. They're just literally trying to say, hey, we've been in communication with these beings for a long time. I want to also point something out that's very interesting. Military.com said that um, the newly passed COVID relief bill is what actually sparked the, the, um, the U.S. government to be forced, basically, to tell the population about what they know. Why, why, why the COVID bill? Like, what in the world is going on? Why would COVID have anything to do with the government saying, oh, okay, okay, you're right, you're right, we'll now tell you what, what's going on. Did you see that thing that came up on Fox News that said 50% more sightings of UFOs came during COVID? Did you notice that? 50% more increased sightings. You guys can kind of look at some of this, um, but it's very interesting how COVID is literally one of the things that's sparking all of this, this, this talking about this. Now, I want to show you something else that's very interesting. This is a Catholic website, and it says, Hope and Mercy and the Miracle of the Sun. A while ago, there was a story um, that happened back in the early 1900s where a, a particular um, supernatural sighting happened to a family, and it was just like a few kids and these few kids told their parents and they told some other people like, hey, we saw this, this crazy thing and they came and they showed us what was going to happen in the world and, and all of the things that were coming in our day and age. And listen to this. Through these humble and simple children, heaven provided earth a warning of the dangers to come that would lead the destruction of the world and the ruin of countless souls. In a prophetic secret, always kind of interesting me, Right? God is not asking us to hold anything secret. He's asking us to tell the world. So I think it's very interesting when you listen to the language that's even being said here. Our lady gave these um, children a frightening vision of hell. Why do you think it's important to understand some of these doctrines? Right? 
So here this thing gave them a vision of hell, foretold them of the Second World War, the rise of communist Russia, the persecution of the church, and to draw the world from its ruinous course and bring about an, a lasting peace, she called for the rosary to be prayed daily. I mean, you can see how this deception is, is being laid out, right? These are very unbiblical concepts that are being um, shown to these young kids. Well, this just took off. In fact, 70,000 people in the early 1900s came and visited this place, and, and this was a big event. And listen to this, brothers and sisters. During this day that everybody came together, 70,000 people, they're all coming to, to pray the rosary, to, to, to um, give honor to the mother of, of Jesus. And uh, listen to this. The lady appeared to, to, to the children, had promised that a great miracle on that day so that all would believe. And as the crowd raised their eyes to heaven in prayer, I want you to notice this, they would witness the promised miracle confirming everything that the children said, the sun would dance. Listen to this very carefully. The rainfall ceased. The bright sun was able to be looked upon directly without any painful disturbance to the eyes. One witnessed the miracle. Mary Allen stated, suddenly the rain ceased and the clouds separated and I saw a large sun, brighter than the sun, that you could look at without hurting the eyes as if the moon. And the sun began to dance, whirling violently through the sky, shooting forth streams of light which colored the objects on the ground and the sun seemed to detach itself from the sky and plummet to the earth. They saw this crazy thing that happened. 70,000 people. But I want to back up in here and I want to highlight something that's very important. They were all showing up to a certain environment under prayer. They were literally praying to the Mother Mary and then they saw this supernatural experience. I want you to remember that. And why does this keep happening with Catholicism? What is it about Catholicism that's opening up this door? I mean, you can, you can read through this many, many times. There are so many supernatural events that, that, that the Catholics cannot explain, and they are literally saying this is communication from other worlds. Why does the Roman Catholic Church have a telescope called the Lucifer Telescope? What's, what's going on? This was at the Vatican this last year, and this is the nativity story over Christmas. What are you doing putting a spaceman in the nativity story? Brothers and sisters, all these roads lead back to Rome. All these roads. In the New Age, they call this, um, this scene, these other beings from other worlds, they call them star people. And, you know, there's kind of a whole New Age movement that believes that these, these beings are trying to communicate with us. But I want you to notice something. It says that introduced by Brad Steger in his 1970 books, Gods of Aquarius, it argues that certain people originated as extraterrestrials, lived on Earth through birth or as a walk into existing human bodies. If this was an extraterrestrial, how is it possible that something from another planet is able to come in and walk into your body? You're starting to see the language, aren't you? These are demonic manifestations over and over again. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh about to dry places seeking rest and finding none. He said, I will return unto the house which I came. 
You know what's interesting? I often use this verse to illustrate the idea when people come to me and they say, okay, you, you've just pointed out all this satanic stuff that's happening in movies. Do you think they're all sitting around in a room and going, I'm going to go and deceive the Christians, so I'm going to write this movie like that? No, I absolutely do not. But why is it that James Cameron gets the idea for Avatar in a dream? Why is it that the Harry Potter lady that wrote the whole series gets the Harry Potter series in a dream? Why is it the lady that all of a sudden wrote the entire Twilight series gets it in a dream? We know that God can speak to us. We, we make little cartoons about the devil and God speaking to us, right? So I believe that many of these people are used by the devil and not even aware of it. I believe that we are empty vessels. It is so important for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be asking that the Holy Spirit fills our vessels, that we are operating under the Holy Spirit's um, uh, life. Because if you are not, only God is a gentleman. You can easily have things come in and you have no idea. Satan is not going to ask for permission to come into you. Only Jesus will not come into you unless you ask. And another thing that I want to point out that's very interesting. Did you know that we were actually designed so that God could dwell inside of us? Did you know that? Did you know it is actually unnatural that anything else in God's creation lives inside of you? No other angel, no other angel under heaven. No, it is not their place and all of them know it. Did you know that only the demonic angels are, are, are misusing their, their thing and coming into the human race? No angel is coming in t- inside of you that's in God's camp. That's God's place. It is unholy and unnatural for anything else to be in that seat. You guys remember Roger Murnau? Very interesting. Very interesting when you go back and you listen to what he said, and then now you see what's coming out in our modern world. Listen to what he said. And remember, this was said in the 90s. But when he's telling the story, he was talking about 40 years or so earlier, or 25 years, I can't remember, I think it was maybe 25 years earlier, is when this experience happened. That as the times on this planet gets more and more difficult. And calamities of all kinds are striking the planet more and more frequently. Demon spirits are going to impress people with with the, the importance of Sunday sacredness. Roger, when I was a teenager back in the 1970s, I remember a song that came out talking about the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. And since then, we've seen the development of the new age. And I wondered if back when you were involved in spirit worship, if they talked about new age at all. Oh, yes. It was a big thing that uh, was coming up. One of the uh, major deceptions of the last days. Mm -hmm. And the priest uh, told us, uh, he had, we talked uh, quite a while, and uh, then he said, uh, could I have a bit more of your time? I want to do something very fascinating. He says, the grand plane, the master's grand plane, for harvesting the nations, uh, for, for harvesting the multitudes of the earth into his cause, just before the close of the great controversy between the forces of good and evil. So we continued, you know, after we uh, expressed ourselves that we're deeply interested to know more about the activities of spirits. And he said, it's going to be done in a unique manner. This, this grand plan is, is, is going to take people, people are going to eat the stuff. 
because it says spirits, demon spirits, will declare themselves to be inhabitants of five distant planets in the galaxies that are coming to warn the inhabitants of planet Earth of the impending destruction of the planet unless something seriously proper is done to avoid it. And I know that's kind of hard to see or hear, but he said that the spirits are going to come and reveal themselves to humanity as coming from far distant planets, and they're going to come and tell you what the secret to peace is. When you actually look at a lot of these um, um, alien interactions where people have been either abducted or, or gone to things, do you know what they always say? You need to do away with the Bible. You know that character Jesus? You don't, really, you, you don't really understand who he is. He's actually an ascended master. He's the same as all these other people who have figured out how to have Christ consciousness and he was the only one to come down to the planet and reascend back up to heaven because he literally learned how to become a god. Why would an alien care that you read your Bible? Why would an alien care if you actually profess faith in Jesus Christ? That makes no sense whatsoever, right? That ought to tell you just in that self what, what it actually is. So here's a little bit of their message. This particular individual here is a, is a lady named Kesha. She's an extremely satanic pop culture type person. Most of her videos have upside down crosses, terrible, terrible things. But I want, to find, I want to show you something that's very interesting. During COVID, when everybody became a YouTube star, isn't that interesting? All of the celebrities now have YouTube channels. And she actually started making a YouTube channel. And so this guy on the left is asking her, okay, so you've been interviewing all these celebrities. And she interviewed um, a celebrity called Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato is a self-professed Christian. In fact, she's been in the news quite often recently because of her Christian faith. And listen to what she says. The most impactful interview that she had was because of Demi Lovato, and Demi Lovato taught her how to conjure up communication with aliens. What would you say is like the coolest... You can turn it up a little bit. It might be a little low. Um, With Demi Lovato, I love the conversation we had because she just turned me on to like a whole new, there are a couple books she mentioned and an app she mentioned that I immediately downloaded and I made my family for Christmas. So I was like, all I want for Christmas is us all to meditate and try to channel extraterrestrials. And they're like, okay. So I'm like trying to get all my friends and family into meditating the aliens to us. So <laughs> my new hobby because of Demi Lovato. Something in that. Thank you, Demi. So the last word that he said there, you could almost hear it, was he goes, oh, so you are summoning them. Notice how she got into the illusion in the first place. You are meditating, and then all of a sudden these illusions come. So what Demi Lovato was wanting her to do was to go out and meditate. Her Christmas gift to her family was to all sit around and try to summon some, uh, some demons. But here's Demi Lovato. She actually, uh, uh, 2019, as you can see the date right there, uh, that's 10-2019, so almost about a year ago, maybe two years ago. Demi Lovato was actually baptized in Israel to fill the God-sized hole in her heart. 
And she actually was very, very vocal. Here's her Instagram page where it says, I'm an American singer. I was raised a Christian. I have Jewish ancestors. And when I was offered, uh, I was offered an amazing place to, to um, visit the places I read about in the Bible growing up, I said, yes, there's something absolutely magical about Israel. I've never felt such a sense of spirituality or connection to God. Something I've been missing for many years now. Spirituality is so important to me to be baptized in the River Jordan that same place that Jesus was baptized. She's very vocal out in the news about her Christian faith. In fact, maybe some of you have seen the post that she did a month ago where she now doesn't identify as male or female. She wants to be known as non-binary, them, they, whatever their pronouns are. I find that very interesting. But Demi Lovato was talking um, to Dr. Phil and listen to what she said. I went to church camp one time and there was somebody who spoke in tongues over me and I grew up Christian so I wasn't familiar with this experience and I remember them prophesizing over me saying that one day you'll be a hero to tens of thousands of people and luckily my platform has reached many more through social media and through my work but um, it was that day that she said you'll be a hero to thousands of people. And she said it would be through the arts. And I knew in that moment that if I ever were to make it as a singer, I kind of made this pact with God that said, God, if you give me the opportunity to live my dreams, I will pay you back and I will live my life in hopes of helping others. So this is a very recent interview, but this is even more so recent. Listen to what she says about communicating with UFOs. The frequency of the city was just super amazing and it was super easy to make contact. We had been meditating all week and then it only took us 10 minutes before we looked up and saw, like we saw a ship at what looks like a Concord plane. You know, those like black ones that look like triangles looked like that, but it had two red lights. And then at one point the ship just separated into two different ships like it can't explain it but you're seeing it and you're just like cool so everyone else saw that yeah Yeah. all right so what and then you're just kind of and then there's this surreal moment of like so do we go inside like (gasps) were you so she's been very interesting with coming out and saying she she believes in God, she's, she's very much so a Christian, but here she is having these experiences of actually communicating with aliens, and they will actually show up. But I want you to notice something. It's always when they start meditating. She didn't notice that. So you know what? I live in Chattanooga. I live in the Bible Belt, right? I'm from California. Those crazy Californians, those liberals out there, Right? So I said, I'm going to take a camera and I'm going to go out on the street and I want to see if this is the Bible belt and everybody believes in the Bible, do do these people believe in aliens? So me and Mikey, uh, Mikey and I uh, went out to just the, the, the normal street down there in downtown Chattanooga and just started interviewing people on the street. Hey, what do you guys think of the aliens? I was blown away. It was almost every single person that came by. Oh, yeah, my uncle was, was, was taken up. Oh, I've got friends that are taken up. So, so, so you believe in aliens? Yes, I absolutely do. Uh, uh, what if they had the answer to peace? What would you, would, you, would you listen to them? Oh, absolutely. Are you Christian? Yes. I'm telling you every single 
person we talk to. I, I, I was shocked. I didn't even know what to ask. I was like, haven't people heard of a, of a demon and a devil? Like, how are you believing in this stuff? This is a very common thing. The reason why I brought up that topic of Saul and speaking to a medium yesterday, it says, and then Saul said to his servants, find me a woman who is a medium. You see, the way that these beings can communicate with you is they have to have some point. You have to invite them. They cannot just show up, but you place yourself on their ground, they will immediately show up. And so it doesn't matter. They don't care if you're Christian or you're identifying or you believe in Jesus or what. They will show up if you actually invite them to show up. That's alarming to me. That's why they always talk about them being ascended masters. And, you know, it's kind of very interesting when, when you see the... Um, the, the descriptions that people have, this is basically one of the three descriptions. They describe them as angels of light. They have blonde hair, blue eyes. They wear this like funny, like modern outfit. That's, that's, that's over and over again. People see them like that, or they see them like the gentleman in the middle here, this frog thing, or the serpent, right? But it's kind of interesting that if you went back and you talked to Eve, and Eve came up and, and gave a sermon in this church and was like, I know, uh, one day, you know, this, this reptile was, was having a discussion with me, and the reptile really told me that, that you would live forever and that you would never die. You know what's really interesting about that? When you listen to what the reptilians or these people that have been abducted say, that's always what they tell you. You can live forever. You can see the same lie that was told back there. Alistair Crowley, one of the most occultic people in our civilization, he wrote and drew pictures of the aliens that he had met. And so this guy went down to Brazil and he wanted to have this communication and this experience. He was really into um, um, Alistair Crowley's writings. And listen to what this article says. The guy holding up the book is the one that came and, and met with the aliens. It says, when we last left our magical stories with Brian Butler, he talked to us about his demon worship experience in Brazil and culminated in a lamb visitation. Do you know that this bean showed up to him that looked just like this, and he said his name was the Lamb. And when he asked him, why is your name the land, Lamb, he said, in old Greek, um, it meant the way. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, and these guys are just literally messing with the humans. Probably one of the most vocal voices that's coming out in our modern world right now is a guy named Tom DeLonge, who used to be part of a band called Blink-182. And in Blink-182, um, he started getting fascinated with UFO research, and he's been the one that's pushing our government to tell people what they know. And so he's kind of the mouthpiece that's basically saying, listen, people don't trust the government, but they trust celebrities. So let me be the voice that connects the dots and people will believe me. And so that's why he's one of the leading voices right now. But listen to this interview that he did. And this is just an audio recording of it. But listen to what he actually says and believes. But it, it can do all kinds of stuff. It seems to feed off of fear. It can be very dark and threatening at times. I, I remember laughing at people who would say, it's not aliens, it's demons. I, I, I couldn't laugh anymore. I'm not so sure about that. There, there is a very, very strong link between what people think demons are from the Bible and other religions. 
um, and the UFO phenomenon. And what you have is something that doesn't like man, period. Isn't that interesting? He is not coming at this with any kind of, of understanding from a spiritual perspective, but he says when he reads what a description of a demon is and he listens to what all of our government and everybody talks about, the reality of what they're doing when they're meeting them, he says these beings are very similar to demons and they hate man. That's fascinating to me that People are not recognizing this for what it is. Here's a little recap of what we're learning. They've been seen throughout history. The militaries created flying saucers. These things that we're witnessing that they're capturing videos of defy all kinds of physics. Thousands of Catholic sightings have been seen. The New Age contact and channel them. Occultists see them. And their message is always Antichrist, deceiving spirits in the last days. When you read the Bible... 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some will depart from the faith and give heed to these deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness of this age and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. These are wicked, wicked things that live in the heavenly places that are starting to come out and communicate with mankind. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs of wonders to deceive, if possible, even the very elect. But take heed, I have told you all of these things beforehand. The only reason I'm telling you this is because I don't believe not a person in this room is going to walk out here and start communicating with spirits. That's not the purpose of this presentation at all. In fact, I'm only simply showing you this because as I observe our, our getting back to the message of what we were designed to do as a church, and that's to preach the three angels' message, this is what the world is being exposed to right now. So my desire to share this message with you is not to try and get to the bottom of all of this deception. It's simply to inspire you, brothers and sisters, Go share the gospel with somebody. Go get involved in God's work. And also, we need to be aware of these things, right? That we need to be talking to our young people about what's coming down the road here. I mean, I hope and pray if our young people are watching all those movies and we're not saying anything to them, and trust me, something shows up and starts talking to people, that's going to be a hard deception for people. So talk to them. Talk to your young people. Talk to your churches. Say, hey, look, very interesting times right now, more so than ever. We better get knowing what the word of God says, right? Signs of a supernatural character. Listen to this. Great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilence and fearful sights. Great signs shall be from the heavens. As we near to the close of time, there will be greater and still greater external parade of heathen power. Heathen deities will manifest signal power and will exhibit themselves before the cities of the world. Did you know that all of those other New Agers that are looking for the Maitreya, all those Buddhists that are waiting for Buddha, all those things, they will show up to those people. That's what Mrs. White warned us for. She said, you will see these heathen deities show up in these cities. I believe that time is right around the corner. A power from beneath is working to bring about the last great scenes of the drama. Satan 
coming as Christ. That is what is being prepared right now. That's why I feel so strongly about sharing a message about spiritualism. If it has spiritualism in it and it's a movie, don't watch it. Don't pay attention to any of the superheroes. Don't even get involved in any of that. Why? Because it is preparing for this great end day that will be fearful to many with working of undeceivable, deceivableness and unrighteousness in all those that are binding themselves together in secret societies. Those who are yielding to the passion of the confederation are working out the plans of the enemy. The cause will be followed by the effect. The dawn before darkness. If you haven't picked up this book in a long time, I want to suggest that you read it. This is a beautiful book that gives us a lot of information about what's coming down the pipe. And I want you to listen to this very carefully. But the familiar spirits and the visitants from the other worlds were called are declared by the Bible to be spirits of the devil. Do you know that Mrs. White even saw that this was coming down the pipe? By spiritualism, which numbers its converts by hundreds and thousands, yea, by millions, which has made its way into the scientific circles. We've seen that. The scientific circle right now is discussing this whole topic, which has made its ways into the scientific circles and invaded churches and has found favor in legislative bodies and in courts of the kings. This mammoth deception is but a revival, a new disguise of witchcraft condemned by the old ancient days. Now, when I saw this, this absolutely blew my mind. Do you know what the word NASA means? If you look it up in the Strong's Concordance, it means to lead astray. You know why it bothers me when I see people wearing a NASA t-shirt? It's not because I don't have an interest in space things, but I believe that this will be part of the devil's last masquerade. I want to share something with you. Very interesting. You know, one of the most popular things that, that people gave as a gift in 2021 was the little Yoda. I don't think any of this is by chance, brothers and sisters. Do you? I think that something is literally coming upon us. When I saw this, this was in closing, this was very interesting to me. This gentleman right here has been following extraterrestrial communication for an extremely long time. And in fact, in these communities where they get together and they have all these like, you know, little conventions and they talk about all the extraterrestrial information that they have, this gentleman has studied 400 people that have been taken up into spaceships, 400 that have gotten out of the spaceship by saying one word. Listen to what he says. There's a cover-up of disinformation and has been by the top researchers that you people rely on to hear the truth from. Over the next 10 years, I have now worked with over 400 cases of people that have been able to stop the abduction experience in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. These are entities masquerading as high technological aliens, but they can be defeated by one name. Jesus. Isn't that awesome that we serve a powerful God? This is not a message to scare you, brothers and sisters. I hope that you are excited, and I hope that you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth because I believe we're going home soon. I hope and pray that all of us can turn our efforts to this world that is just getting deceived left and right. 
We have so much truth in our church. We have so many things. You know, people ask all the time, why did you call your ministry Little Light? Why didn't you call it Big Light? When do you ever hear of a company that's like, you're little? What's, what, why did you call it this? You know what? I grew up in the Adventist church, brothers and sisters. I had a lot of light as a kid. I went to Los Angeles to work in the film industry. And I had friends of mine that were searching for everything to make them happy. God, Buddha, you name it. They were literally looking for what makes sense in this world. And you know what I did with all that light that I grew up in this church? I went like this. And I hid it under a bush. And I told them nothing. And when I came back into the church, I said, God, just like the song, this little light of mine, I will never hide my light again. I am not a big light. I am a little light that is pointing people to a greater light. Don't make the same mistake I made. Get out there and start sharing the information we've been blessed with. Let's bow our heads. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, you have just gifted this church with so much information. But it's just information, Lord, unless we take it and share it with the world. And so it is my fervent prayer here that in the Michigan conference, as we've been hearing three angels' messages nonstop, Lord, we take a look around and pick up our eyes and see the things in this world that are coming down the pipe. Lord, may we turn our efforts to accomplishing the mission that you set this church up to do, and that's to share our faith with this dying world and to let them know that there is a greater being to be involved with that loves us and is coming back to take us home. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 2021 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcast.